Hello and welcome to another episode of Is It Rotten 100 Greatest. On this week's episode, we will be discussing the film Goodwill Hunting from 1997. I am having my mother on once again, so if you enjoyed the last episode that we where we discussed, I believe it was Stand By Me. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode as well, and as usual, I will be back with her after this quick ad break. <laughs> Alright, and we are back. I have my mother with me, and we are getting ready to discuss the film Goodwill Hunting. How you, how you doing today, Mama? I'm excellent. Excellent. Yep. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So, you've done this before, so you know, you know how I get started. I start out with the question of... Uh, what is your experience with Goodwill Hunting? Have you seen it before, and uh, how did how did you feel about it? Um, well, I watched it for a second time um, recently, you know, to be able to get a fresh outlook on it. I remember the first time I saw it, I liked it, and when I looked at it again, I remembered why I liked it so much the first time because it was a really smart movie to me. So that that's that was my first impression. It was a really smart movie. And I was kind of wondering what have Ben and Matt been doing since then because mm-hmm. they, I think they wrote they wrote it. Yeah. This movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I don't know if they were in college or if they had just gotten out of college. It, it was everything was fresh in their minds when they wrote it, but it was a really smart movie. Mm-hmm. That that was my the the most um outstanding impression in my mind so yeah 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 (laughs) now um this is my first time uh seeing this movie which you know is kind of the whole idea and this is one of the main reasons i'm doing this list because i figured there would be a lot of things on here that are movies you should see if you're like into film and stuff so Yes. This is an opportunity for me to watch a lot of stuff that I may not have necessarily seen yet. Um, so this one, I, I have to agree um, that I do feel like it was it's very uh, smart. Um, but, like, it makes me wonder. I mean, because not as, Ben Affleck hasn't done, like, garbage stuff recently. No, it's not it's just, that. It's just... Um, the stuff that he's done is not it's really far departed from this kind of dramatic um acting i think mm-hmm. i mean the well i mean he wasn't he was kind of a secondary character i mean he was in there a lot but he wasn't really the main character <laughs> mm-hmm. so i guess his part in there really wasn't dramatic anyway mm-hmm. but you know so maybe maybe he hasn't really departed from that but i'm just talking about the writing the script you know that's really what I'm talking about. I don't know how much other things they have actually written. Well, Maybe they needed to collaborate on something again. <laughs> I don't you, know. <laughs> did you see the town? Huh? Did you see the town? I didn't see all of that. I just saw some of it. Okay, so he wrote on that. Um, and Gone Baby Gone. I didn't. I haven't seen that. Oh no, I haven't seen that. Um. There's some other stuff here. The last, oh, that's not, that's not out yet. Live by night. Um, 
I haven't ever even heard of that. So. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, it came out in 2016. Oh. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. As far as directing goes, he direct he directed the town and Argo, um, and Live by Night. And gone, mm-hmm. baby, gone. <laughs> yeah, I, I this movie just it really impressed me, and it made and you know just thinking about how Ben Affleck and Matt Damon actually wrote it together, I was like, wow, I'm impressed by them right now with this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it makes me want to go back and actually look at some of the other stuff that they've done. I mean, some of the um, not like Batman kind of stuff, but. I mean, you know, not born identity. That that's really just them acting in a, you know, a role, but right. something that they actually had a part in, either directing or writing or something like that, just to see, you know, where they've come from this because this movie really, you know, set a standard for them. Mm. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was. So. Maybe it's, you know, before, I don't know how much, I mean, I'm looking at Ben Affleck's credits now and I don't, it doesn't really seem like he was in too much, like, big stuff before maybe fame hadn't gotten, gotten, gone to their heads completely yet. Well, he's in Mall I'm just, I just, I didn't even remember that his brother played a role in that movie. I was like, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, because... You know, you tend to think, oh, he helped his brother out get some stuff, but he was there from the beginning, really. <laughs> I don't, um, I saw his name in the credits, but I don't know what Casey Affleck looks like. So when I was watching it, I was like, was okay, one so which the, one oh, yeah. is his brother? I don't, I don't know what he well, looks I knew like. Well, I which one was his brother because he was one of the four, you know? Yeah, he, yeah. He, I'm looking at him now. It wasn't Matt and it wasn't the, it wasn't, I can't remember the other guy's name. Uh, the redhead so mm-hmm. I mean it had to be the other one the big mouth weird talking one yeah <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of him now the reason I was like I didn't know is because like just looking at them they don't really look like brothers but like I'm looking at this picture now I guess because now, I, I already knew see what it. he looked like from seeing other stuff I knew which one was him so yeah so I didn't I mean look at like looking at a picture of him now I can kind of see it in their in their eyes and their nose a little mm-hmm. bit they kind of they look the I can see it there but they watching have it some looks that are similar <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but I didn't I didn't know watching it so I was like I don't I don't know what I'm looking for but all right oh. I guess I didn't know it <laughs> until I saw the credits and I was like oh okay oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I had seen I had seen something with him in it before and I knew that it was him and so when I went back and looked at it I didn't know the first time I saw it I didn't know but when I went back and looked at it I was like oh wait a minute that's his brother you know and I was like I didn't remember him being in there the first time but of course I didn't know who he was so <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so um... I was like yeah he, he got that token role cause he really I mean was he <laughs> What was his role in that, really? To be the punching bag, I mean. <laughs> anyway. I, mean, I guess it was just to get him get him a little uh, experience in, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Anywhere you can get it in. Um, yep. I didn't know that this movie was also supposed to be a romance, I guess. 
because it's on on IMDb. It says drama, comma romance. Um, I actually didn't really know what That's to expect at all. <laughs> That's interesting because although there's a romance in it, that's not the main thing to, that would draw. You know that I would have thought was the movie was about. I mean, you know that had to do with his character and him learning how to not be so angry and defensive Mm -hmm. you know um but i that's weird that it had romance i mean you know (laughs) yeah romance was a part of it so i I guess (laughs) yeah all i knew it was it was just about a kid who was good at math i didn't really know like the cover shows um robin williams but i didn't really know he was in the movie prior mm-hmm. um and it he didn't actually show up in the movie for a little bit there yeah but uh when he did though wow yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that was one of those i think that was one of the first times that i saw robin williams not playing a comedic role mm-hmm. and he did it so well that you were just like wait a minute yeah <laughs> This is Robin Williams. He can really act. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, he did a really good job at the role that he played in this movie. It it was very um, intense. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Um, It was just just interesting watching this movie after because I had... um, Michael Rosenbaum's podcast. Remember, I told you he had Kevin Conroy on, and you were like, "Who's that?" Um, yeah. Well, Kevin Conroy said he roomed with Robin Williams for a period when they were um, when he was at Juilliard, and he he said that it was um, a bit tiring because Robin Williams, like the persona that we see when he's doing comedy and stuff like that, he's basically he's basically always on, so. He's saying that like he would be in his own room or whatever, and he can just hear him having discussions with all of his characters and stuff in his other room, like all throughout the night and stuff like that. And it's just like he was always on, but he felt like it was he did that to like so that he didn't have to be himself, and you know because he so he didn't have to feel tortured or whatever. He didn't have to deal with whatever else was going on with him. And he kind of spoke on one time that. Um, this, uh, this girl that he was dating at the time they had broken up and he really saw who he was like he just broken down and was just crying and wailing like he was saying the noises the sounds that he was making it just was it was terrible but like the day wow. after they didn't speak of it it just, just went back to normal so it's like watching this movie and seeing like the the kind of tortured look in his eye of you know yeah. the the feeling of him having lost his wife or whatever in this movie and yeah. and I stuff mean, like he that. Had I was that just like despondent wow. kind of broken hearted yeah down you know really <laughs> you know yeah yeah he, so it just he made pulled me, it off very well yeah it made me feel like is he is he channeling something that he feels on a regular basis or is he pulling yeah. back pulling from that past experience or like it was just it was really interesting to have that uh that podcast um not flavor uh influence my viewing of his performance in this movie um oh yeah so 
but it was it was refreshing because I haven't seen Robin Williams in anything obviously because he's not alive anymore but like I haven't gone back and just watched anything that he's been in in a while so it was like it was really yeah. refreshing to see him in something again because you yeah know, yeah he's he's Robin Williams like I didn't have like this super strong connection with him growing up like a lot of people did because I'm not really that much of a fan of Aladdin and I didn't I've still haven't seen Mrs. Doubtfire but you know uh, other things that he's been know. in he's I'm familiar. been in other stuff like um Good Morning Vietnam. I haven't seen that. Um, he was in uh, Patch Adams. I haven't seen that. Um, he was in um, oh, some. Uh, oh, he was in Jumanji. That's basically what I know He's him in from. Jumanji. But see, yeah, you're what you're thinking of is the more comedic stuff. I mean, he was in. Um, oh, I can't think of the movie. It had Robert De Niro in it, and he was a doctor. And uh, Robert De Niro, oh, that was an emotional movie. It was based on a true story. I can't think of the name of it right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but he had um, this debilitating disease where he couldn't. I mean, um, the one where they, you know, the body just kind of you know, move on its own. You know, where your nerves, you have no control of it. I can't think of the name of the movie, but I'm gonna have to look that up for you. Um, but that was another one where he was, uh, he had a kind of a serious role, but not quite as serious as, as then Goodwill Hunting. But he's been in, he's been in a few things where he wasn't, you know, all comedy all the time. But this one, it was, there was no comedy in it. And mm-hmm. that was the first time that I had ever really seen him in a role like that. He, oh, Dead Poet Society is another one that he was in where I don't think, well, I mean, he was a professor, so I mean, he, you know, he did what he needed to do for his students, mm-hmm. you know, so he was dramatic, he was funny, he was whatever, you know, <laughs> but that was another good one, too. Um, I'm gonna look up that movie, because I want to, because that's another one of those movies, I don't know if you want to see it or not, but at, that one was kind of a tearjerker for me. <laughs> Yeah. But uh Yeah, I'm just going through I'm going through his credits now and just looking at stuff to see. I mean, there's stuff like R V and I'm you know, a lot of the comedy stuff is is most of the stuff that I've seen. Um Hook, that was one. But I haven't I don't think I've watched that one since I was younger. So Oh yeah. I have I don't know that I can really speak on his performance. Uh in that movie, yeah, I don't. <laughs> uh, I don't remember that Man. one either. Oh, it was called Awakenings. That's what it was called. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have pulled that out. Uh, like Bicent- Bicentennial Man. That's one I haven't watched since I was yep, younger. Yep. Oh yeah, I remember that. So that was one of those long ones. Yeah. Let me see. What the runtime? Oh, it's two hours and twelve minutes. But I remember the concept being weird. Uh, yep, definitely. <laughs> you know, a, ro- it's a robot now. <laughs> trying to become a, a, a human, basically. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, I've, I don't have like, I mean, he was in Night at the Museum playing Teddy Roosevelt, so I don't really have like yeah, this yeah. huge attachment to him necessarily. But it was still like refreshing to see him nonetheless because it's been yeah yeah it's been so long because you know he 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 was a very good he was very good at what he did 
and it was just it was just be it serious or comedy it was just nice to uh nice to see see him seeing him perform again yes definitely yeah yes so yeah uh ben affleck is actually from boston right yeah okay so <laughs> that's what i thought it was like man he's just because he doesn't really do his boston accent in anything so it's yeah. just weird uh, <laughs> i know yeah i think no i can't remember no i don't think that was him yeah because i remember there was a um movie that i was watching and they i think it was him it was either him or matt damon where he they just kind of threw it out there threw out that boston accent you know and then went back to you know not using it and it was like they did that very well i wonder (laughs) since he was born in california but he was raised in massachusetts so i mean he would still pick up that that accent and it's cambridge i don't know how close that is to boston or whatever yeah, so that was that was weird. And then I know Matt Damon was he? I don't know where I don't know anything about where he's from either. Oh well, he's he's actually from Boston, so his wasn't. It didn't seem like it. It kind of came out a little bit every now and then. His didn't yeah, seem yeah. quite as strong as uh, Ben Affleck's was. So I wasn't I wasn't sure if he was uh, as well. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why because they're both from that that area and they were both able to you know pull from that yep. when writing this yeah yeah oh this looks like his dad was a stockbroker realtor and tax preparer and his mother was an early childhood uh education professor hmm i'm a professor well <laughs> he knew a little something about that, huh? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I didn't. I didn't know any of that. Um. There was a scene closer to the beginning where they did that 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 fighting on the basketball court. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And it was all yep. slow motion and weird and stuff. Yep. Yeah, I didn't like that. That was. I didn't. I wasn't a fan. Of that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I guess they were just trying to show his state of mind at that time mm-hmm. you know at the the transformation you know that at the beginning this is where he was you know and then gradually you see him grow up basically very <laughs> you know, slow so i guess you know that's just i mean because he just walked up to that dude and just clocked him you know mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like okay wow he just wow just went for it huh yeah yeah but that it was weird the way that it was filmed was weird yeah i'm just i'm, I'm <laughs> glad they didn't uh didn't have too much more of that or any more of that in there because that was that was not okay nope <laughs> but that that not scene okay. in the bar i had seen that part of the movie before and mm-hmm. when he when he schools uh oh boy when he hops in there and schools yep. oh boy that's i mean he just started throwing stuff out there yeah that guy was looking like uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, wait a minute, this dude ain't finna show up, my boy. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Yeah, it was priceless. It's even it's even cooler to see it like in context of the movie, so Right. That was yep. that was pretty cool to see. 
Um, I mean, I have notes here. I don't know if you have anything specific that you wanted to highlight. Um, I mean, I wrote a lot of stuff down just because I didn't want to not, you know, say it. But uh, let me see. I don't want to get out of the order of the way that you wanted to present stuff. <laughs> nah, no, um, just throw it out there, whatever you got. Uh, I liked the I liked the the way that he was in uh, introduced to Sean, which is um, Robin Williams' character. Mm-hmm. I liked how <laughs> he was basically making all of those other psychologists look crazy, or you know, I mean, I I liked it seemed genuine the way he was deflecting really that's that's what he was doing mm-hmm. you know he used his smart uh brain to uh throw people off the scent of what was really going on inside of him mm-hmm. you know and so he you know offended uh a lot of the psychologists that were supposed to quote unquote help him right. you know and um when he was actually introduced to Sean, which is Robin Williams' character, his character was so similar to Will's character that he couldn't do that with him, mm-hmm. you know, and he got real with him quick, you mm-hmm. know, it was like... Yeah, when he okay. choked him up against that window, ooh! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, don't you ever talk about my wife. You don't even know her, you know, and then the next time when he actually took him you know to the park bench and he was you know just kind of telling him you know I know what you're doing basically you mm-hmm. saying all of this you doing all this you reading all of this you spitting all this stuff out but you've never been anywhere you never really done anything you have no real life experience you know <laughs> yeah so all of this stuff that you're throwing out to me you know it's just words basically mm-hmm. you know so I you know I liked how that their relationship it just seemed really genuine i mean it really i don't i don't know what psychologists how they have relationships with people anyway i don't really know that dynamic because i've never experienced it before Mm -hmm. but that seemed like it wasn't uh the normal kind of relationship because it was more raw Mm -hmm. you know because he you know he was it's a place that that he was coming from also yeah. So it's like he could relate to him, you know, so he wasn't going to, you know, let him play games and, you know, be throwing out a bunch of words. And, you know, I mean, he actually took the time to actually help him, you know, instead of just letting the clock run out. I mean, you know, it was like even with when he finally did, you know, basically tell him, you know, I already know what you're doing so if you ain't gonna really do nothing I mean what's the point of this anyway and they just kind of sat there mm-hmm. you know and he wouldn't say anything to him you know <laughs> and he was like alright time is up see ya you know <laughs> yeah. so I like that that part of it because that's what it really took to reach him mm-hmm. you know um, and not let him um, you know play the game run him off you know, and not really get the help that he needed because he really did need help. You know, I mean, he needed um, somebody to help him understand 
basically that it wasn't his fault, you know, that the stuff that happened in his life, you know, was an abuser abusing, you know, I mean, as kids, as kids who have been abused, you know, you really don't, it messes up your psyche, really. Yeah. You know, because, you know, this is a person that you're supposed to, you know, honor or respect or, you know, and love and, you know, to receive that kind of treatment from them. It's like, you really don't, it, you know, you don't understand how, how I should feel here, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, his reaction to that was to be aggressive, basically, you know, to do what he experienced, you know, he was a fighter, you know, he didn't really expect a whole lot of himself because he didn't, get that kind of positive reinforcement when he was growing up. I mean, all he got was abuse, you know? And so, I mean, his character, this is why I said it was a really smartly written movie because it seemed so on point with a person in that situation, Hmm. you know, who was actually being abused as a child and the way that their mind would be thinking, you know, it's like he didn't expect a whole lot from himself, you know? And so, he did these little menial jobs um, because he thought this is, you know, this this all I'm worth, basically, you know. And then try to disguise it as, yeah, I'm doing good work, you know, for you right. know, doing this, an honest day's work. That, this is good, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like this is necessary, too. This is necessary, which it is, you know. And, of course, you don't despise the people who do that because it's necessary, you know, for that stuff to get done. Somebody has to do it because it's, it, like I said, it's necessary, you know, but that's not all that he could have been, you know, because of the, you know, how his mind worked and, you know, something that was just natural that he didn't have to even really think about too much, mm-hmm. you know, and so, you know, yeah. I, I mean, that's, you know, it was just seemed very on point as far as someone who had actually grown up like that, the way he thought, the way he reacted, you know, how he thought about himself and, you know, what he expected of himself. And, you know, so it was, I just, I liked all of that about it. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That That was a very long winded answer there, but. (laughs) No, no, it's good. It's good. Um, The scene, the scene that they had, on the bench together that was that one moved me man i was like wow this is something else like just yeah. the way he was talking about he was talking straight with him it's like yeah man you got all this information from these books and everything but you've you know never been anywhere you don't have any real life experiences it was, was yeah like, man he's just laying it out laying it just, yeah 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 definitely <laughs> That's, I think that was the, really the turning point, you know, for him. You know, that's when he realized that he couldn't run those games on him. You know, mm-hmm. he, couldn't, he couldn't pull those same tactics that he was pulling on the other ones. You know, he couldn't he couldn't do that kind of stuff with him. And so it's like I either got to be real or uh, we ain't going to do nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that was really the turning point. But, yeah. That was a really, really good, uh, honest um, (laughs) scene, you know, where he was just kind of schooling them. It's like, yeah, you know, you saying all of this stuff and you read all of these books and, you know, but 
you really don't know nothing basically mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah and th- there are a couple of uh i'm changing topics a little bit here but there are a couple of times in this movie where um matt damon has to do these like really long one take monologues and he i don't know how many takes it took before he actually got them straight but the both time i think it was twice that he had to do it both times he did i was like dang that's impressive i think I one of those times yeah, was yeah, when yeah. he was at I the bar too. right that's the one of the times was the time when he was talking to that dude mm-hmm. in the bar right you know and then another time i think he was relaying what he said to the professors to robin williams character right when he was sitting there and he was talking about you know going to war and blah 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 and all of the stuff that he said i can't redo it but yeah <laughs> yeah because i was thinking wow he's wow he actually know all that i mean he read all that he actually whoo okay yeah <laughs> yeah that was a pretty long uh speech that he gave there i was like wow impressive Matt. yes very very <laughs> impressive indeed um and it's just i don't really have too many notes because i was just you know when a movie is good it's kind of hard to take notes on stuff besides you know yeah, I didn't really take them. It was just afterwards I was thinking what would I want to remember right. to say. Right. You know, and then so I just kind of started writing and I ended up writing a lot. But, <laughs> you know, um, one of the things was uh, I, I liked uh, the relationship that he had with the girl just because it showed his, um, well, his really initially his unwillingness to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. you know because it's like he he was with her and he spent time with her but he really didn't open up to her right you know he really didn't show himself to her you know not until she started you know trying to pull more out of him because i mean you know he was lying about having brothers and all that kind of stuff and you know he wouldn't wouldn't really um, let her see who he really was and that had to do with him um, not feeling worthy really you know mm-hmm. not feeling like um, he had anything real that he could give her you know in a in a relationship you know and uh, ultimately you know pushing her away you know and her leaving um, but um, I like that that part just because it it kind of spoke again to, you know, where he, his mind was, you know, how, you know, his lack of really wanting to be vulnerable around anybody putting up those guards, you know, like he was always the tough guy, you know, always the one who knew what to say, you know, he was always that one, you know, but really, you know, when it came down to it, he was, you know, a broken, hurt kid, you know, Right. Who didn't really know how to express himself or was afraid to express himself because, you know, he didn't want to be hurt, um, you know, or, you know, seen in a bad light, you know. So, but yeah, I like that part about that relationship. Um, I think that at the time that they did that movie, they were actually dating in real life, him and Minnie Driver. Mm. And, uh, but yeah. That was interesting. And um, let me see what else I got here. 
<laughs> uh, I think we've I've, I've said a lot of it. Um, I like well there were there were a few scenes that I thought the emotionality was really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was you know when he rejected Skylar when she had asked him to go with her to California and she like broke down and he just started kind of going off. You know, you don't want to know all of this stuff about me. You really don't want to know this. You know, that part, you know, was really emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, the scene where um, uh, Robin Williams' character and um, the other character, uh, uh, the other professor that... Oh, still in Scars? Yeah, yeah. When they had that argument um, about you know, like the direction of that they wanted Will to go and he was telling him he's not ready, you know, and then that whole jealousy thing came up and they was going at each other, you know. Yeah. Oh, that that scene was mm-hmm. really emotional to me and when Will at the end when Will was kinda of standing there like, Okay, what is going on here? <laughs> you know. Um also um <laughs> the scene when Sean was telling Will that you know it wasn't his fault um, and Will was like yeah yeah I know I know and he was like it's it's, it, it's not your fault and he was like yeah 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 I know I know I know and he was like it's not your fault and I mean that whole scene where he just he was broke like, down no and, you're not going to do this I know what you're doing you're not going to do this right right <laughs> right <laughs> and then he finally just broke down and Oh my gosh, that part right there. <laughs> yeah. Woo! <laughs> Had you fanning your eyes so the tears wouldn't come <laughs> dropping, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, those scenes right there. Uh, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> it was, I mean, the whole movie was really good. I mean, you just had some stuff that stood out a little bit more which those three really stood out for me for the whole emotional grab those Mm. ones that kind of grab you you know like you be in the scene them times when somebody will walk in the room and they be like why you got that look on your face (laughs) you know (laughs) those kind of scenes those were the ones you know (laughs) yeah but uh yeah, I don't really have too much more. I do wonder, though, why this movie is so low on that top 100 list. Because I think this is that, 96, maybe. Yeah, some of those movies. I, maybe it was the time that it came out. I can't imagine why it's so low either. Because, you know, as far as it being a drama, I think this is, a, you know, it's one of the better ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, I mean, I, I it would definitely be a higher, close to the one, you know, maybe halfway. I don't know. I, I haven't ever done a 100 list myself, so yeah, I have to sit down and think about that. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still working on on mine. I, um, I've already listed everything that I can, everything from 93 at least to oh yeah to 2020 and of course i've added in like star wars and back to the future and stuff like that because those came out long before i was born Um, oh another thing i wanted to bring out about this was um 
the scene where he was talking to uh, Ben Affleck's character, you know, the scene where he was talking about, you know, this, this is honest work. This is stuff, you know, that everybody, you know, that's necessary, you know, and his, you know, his best friend, Ben's character actually told him, man, if you still doing this in, in so many years, I'm going to be mad at you, basically. You yeah. know, it, it nah, showed he said that. he was going to kill him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like it showed that, you know, his friends knew and understood what was really in him, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, expected him to use that. You know, it's like for them, you know, they knew that they didn't have that. And so, you know, doing this was almost all they could do. You know, but it's like, this is not all you can do. So don't be here just because, you know, you think, you know, it's an acceptable thing to do when you can do more than that. You know, Mm -hmm. if anybody, if one of us had this, the gift that you have, you think we will be here, you know, doing this? I like that. You know, it's like he, he pushed him to, you know, think more. And, you know, he let him see that they didn't, you know, um, expect him to, you know, just live a normal life just because they were, you know, it's like you have more in you, something that, that, you know, they didn't have, you know, so it's like use what you have, you know, to your advantage, basically, mm-hmm. you know, don't just settle, you know, you don't have to settle because you have something inside of you that cause that will, you know, take you far in life. And I like that, you know, he actually said that, you know, he, pushed him you know he didn't just let him be in that situation and just accept it you know there was no jealousy there really mm-hmm. you know I liked that part of that too you know so it was like oh see that's a friend right there somebody yeah. that's you know will rejoice with you you know somebody who you know will not you know let you ruin your own life you know <laughs> yeah. yeah. you know cause you don't you know really know yourself you know somebody who'll you know, it's like we know that you have this excellent thing in you. Use this excellent thing to do more for yourself. You know, it's like I like that, you know, about that that scene. So, yeah. Yep. And the end was pretty cool, too, when he finally, when he left and used um, Robin Williams' line, I you know, about I gotta go seeing see about, about a girl. girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. He was like, he stole my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, was, yeah, that yeah. was cool. Yeah, it was. It was. And it just, you know, puts a cap on me still wondering. like, Because I'm looking. Because a couple of these movies I have seen. Uh, well, there are some of the movies. Like I said, I, um, I've already watched Shaun of the Dead and The Exorcist. And honestly, I don't know that I would put Shaun of the Dead higher than Goodwill Hunting. Because... I don't know, this is a little sneak into my list that I have so far. I'm just kind of listing everything. I haven't really started putting stuff in order yet. But Shaun yeah, of the Dead yeah. is on my list, and so is Goodwill Hunting. But I haven't organized everything yet, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to have Goodwill Hunting higher. I don't even know if Shaun of the Dead is going to make it because I'm not. I think I, I stopped at 2015 as far as adding stuff onto my own oh, list. Yeah. So I don't know because I'm at 69 right now. So I don't know if I'm going to have space or what's going to make it or what's going to get kicked out. So yeah. personally, I feel like this would be higher on the list than some other stuff. Like I'm just, I'm looking at stuff here, but th- I mean, I guess again, this is 
my personal stuff but like i don't know guardians of the galaxy is really high up on this list and honestly like guardians of the galaxy is cool but i wouldn't put it as high as they have it on this list oh yeah 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 i don't understand what what they were looking for for that list Mm -hmm. you know if they were just putting this is what you know was popular at this time so we're gonna put it back here i don't know <laughs> so question. they listed in the year. I mean, in the order that stuff came out. I, I don't know because no, yeah. because this is this one's ninety seven. Uh, what was Titanic was like? No, I don't. The order, the movie, the number. Let me look at it. Because the Stand by Me was eighty six, then Raging Bull was eighty, then Amelie was two thousand one, and then Titanic oh. was ninety seven. So it's not. It's not in year order it's just maybe they pulled people in their office and kind of pooled everything and i don't know i don't know how they compiled this list and how they got everything together um Hmm. well i don't know but this would definitely be on my 100 list Mm -hmm. definitely yeah so (laughs) if i had a 100 list that would be on it yeah yeah (laughs) I'm pretty sure it'll. This one will probably make it. Uh, will make it past my final cut once I get done adding everything in and shuffling stuff around. Uh, but there's still like there's some stuff I haven't added because I know it's on this list and I don't know if it'll make it yet. And mm-hmm. you know it's it's a whole thing. But I've been been trying to trying to do it. Um, but I know. It's I'm like I said I'm at 69. I only have a few more spots left. Yeah, and, I think uh, you probably you probably seen a lot more movies than I have, and I've been here longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so, there, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that I've been looking at, like on these, um, putting the list together, and it's just like there's a lot of movies that are that I know that other people are like, yeah, this is a really good movie that I just haven't seen. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. obviously it's not gonna make, it, but it's like stuff that I intend to watch at some point, but I'm not gonna put it on there obviously because I haven't watched it and right, know. right. But then there's some stuff that I would, it would to really compile a list of like every movie that I can remember that I've seen. I would have to go through so many different resources because I started putting in like some of the anime movies I've seen, but I had to go to a completely different website for that, and I'm just like, you know what? Never mind. I'm gonna just. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's too much if I remember it yeah. if, if I don't remember it then obviously it wasn't memorable, memorable enough for me to put it on my top 100 list so yep yep that's so that's a little uh, background into what I've got going on uh, as far as compiling my own list but um, that's about all the notes that I have uh, in regards to Goodwill Hunting you you had more than I did I didn't mention anything about the um the relationship that he had with the girl and stuff like that oh yeah 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 but i thought i mean i guess it was i thought it was cool that uh i guess it kind of shows what like uh a a real relationship would be like you don't have to go glamorous places all the times like they went to like the the little bodega around the corner to have lunch or whatever you know right right real people <laughs> dates and stuff like that so it was, i thought exactly that was, exactly yeah so i thought that was i thought the mean she went and hung out with all of his all of his ridiculous friends and she was hanging mm-hmm. with the best of them telling her own stories showing people up and stuff so i thought i thought that was cool that she could hang with the boys and whatnot 
Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, if you do, you have anything else? Any last thoughts you want to add in, or any more notes or anything? No, I was just. I mean, it was a. I was just really impressed by the movie. Um. Again, it's it made me remember why I thought it was so good the first time I watched it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. I really liked it. I enjoyed it for the second time. It had me feeling like I felt the first time. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is one that I'll I'll be uh revisiting. Um at some point. I mean I, I can't say that I'll be doing it anytime soon, but it's not one yeah. that I'm opposed to watching again at some point in the future. Yep. But uh with that, if there are no further comments or anything, I'm gonna go ahead and get us out of here. Um let you guys know that the next episode that will be coming out um, it's going to be a twofer. I'm going to be doing two at a time for the next one. They're going to be both Arrival and Lost in Translation. Um, I'm doing two because I've already done an episode on Arrival. And, I mean, my thoughts on Arrival are pretty much the same. So I'm just going to blast through that one really quickly and then also do Lost in Translation in the same episode. So that'll be two weeks after this episode airs. So the next episodes that are coming again is going to be a two for Arrival and Lost in Translation. Um, if there's anything you want to plug, Mama, before we get out of here, your socials or anything? Know. No. No, no, that's okay. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so the last thing I'm going to drop, I did, I, I put it, uh, put this information in on the show notes of the past few episodes. But again, my dad has the has the merch store. Um, Again, I'll have that information in the show notes if you want to uh, go check out that merch store as well. Um, But with that, uh, hope you guys have a great weekend. And until the next episode in two weeks, have a good one.